episode of the Criterion Cult Film Podcast. I am one of your cult leaders and hosts, Jordan Garcia. Right next to me, I have... Armando Arvizu here. And what do we usually do here on the Criterion Cult Film Podcast, Jordan? What we like to do here is we like to talk about a film that is in the Criterion Collection. It's in it. It's in it already. And one of us likes to bring a film that we believe belongs in the collection. It's not in there yet, but we, we, we think it should be. And we vote it in or out. And, uh, you know, we talk about it, obviously discuss it and stuff like that, but it's mostly just, you know, that's what we do here. We're just bringing a film that we believe belongs in the Criterion Collection. Yeah, we're curating our own Criterion Collection. Exactly. We're, we're seeing what we want to see in the closet once we get there. Hoping that they, you know, they listen to us and we build a little ladder that leads us into the closet. And these movies will be there so I can just get them for free. You know? That's yeah, the point. But first, we watch a movie that's already on the Criterion Collection. Yeah. To deep dive. Of course. And so today is my episode. And uh, we're, we're, you know, we're doing a little Jacques Udard. Jacques Udard. Sorry, I, you know, it's hard to say French names. Uh, but we're doing a double feature from them. Uh, from the Criterion Collection, we're going to be talking about D-Pan from 2015. Later, my pick is going to be A Prophet, which is also a Jacques Udard film. Uh, and we're, but we'll get into that later. Um, right now, we're going to talk about D-Pan. And first and foremost, for those of you listening, if you're hearing that name, D-Pan, maybe it sounds familiar familiar to you. Maybe it doesn't. It might sound familiar to some of you uh, real cult heads out there. Um, but let, look, I'm we're gonna I'm just gonna admit it. The for very our very first episode, very first episode we ever released, I did uh, D-Pan and paired it with the Sister Brothers, which is, which is also a Jacques Udard film uh which Joaquin Phoenix um John C. Riley it's an American his first American film and uh you know I just paired them because you know they you know they, they were the same director they didn't really have anything to do with each other but I wanted to bring D-Pan back because it's such a great film and I think it pairs better with a prophet I don't know if you agree with me Mondo we'll see but uh you know yeah let's get on to the synopsis in terms of a uh, pairing uh yeah so D-Pan uh, again, directed by Jacques Udard, Jacques Udard. Uh, when the war, uh, this is Letterbox, uh, their synopsis. When the war continues to rage in your heart and mind. That's, yeah, all right. Three people who have lost everything. A soldier tired of fighting. A young woman and a little girl pose as a family to escape the civil war in Sri Lanka. They immigrate to France and settle in a chaotic neighborhood on the outskirts of Paris, where apparently the law no longer exists. Yeah, sounds about right in France. But they, who barely know each other, struggle to survive there, even when the ghosts of war begin to haunt them again. That was a mouthful, right? <laughs> yeah, it was just uh, it was way too much. Letterboxd don't make me go back to IMDb. Um, well, who's in this, you're wondering? Uh, we have... Antonette San, Jesutha San, who plays D-Pan. Again, I'm not going to be able to say these names right because I, I, I just suck at reading and just, you know, just I'm just a dumb American man. Uh, Kali Iyasawari Srinivasan as Yali, Yal, Yalini. Claudine Vinasithyamba as Ilayao, uh, which is the main family. That's uh, father 
uh, wife and daughter. Then you have uh, Vincent Rotiers as Breham. You got Mark Zinga as Youssef. And then, uh, I mean, y- y- yeah, you got uh, Fouza Ben, S- ben Siadi as uh, Mr. Habib. And then, you know, a-, a bunch of the other, like, different thugs and random people that are in there. Um, it's not really... <clears throat> Uh, they they don't really matter, um, and this is uh, for all you spine heads. It is spine number eight seventy one. That's right, yeah. eight seven one. Put that down. Write it down. Uh, deep hand, because <laughs> we weren't doing spine numbers before. So if you missed it, <clears throat> here it is. Um, so deep hand is uh, it's back round two. Mondo. Yes. Um, the reason, so I'll just get into the reason why I paired it with the prophet, and why I feel like it, it makes more sense with the prophet is because it's about it's an immigrant story, right? It's about immigrants going into a situation that they're not familiar with and having to sort of adapt to it, and uh, unfortunately, adapting in a lot of those ways. And in terms of if you're an immigrant coming to this country and you have to like live in a, a you know a poverty stricken area. You're adapt adapting to that means you have to do a life of crime in a lot of ways or something that's like not legal, you know, or at least be in a place where that's not, you know, at least that's a profit. Here in Deepan, they so he's a Sri Lanka warrior, Sri Lanka warrior. I don't know if I'm saying soldier. That right. Yeah, he's a soldier, and um, basically, you know, the the war is just crazy over there. You know, I mean, it starts off with uh, this really just really beautiful shot, even though it's really horrific. Um, of, of bodies being burnt, mm-hmm. of people that they obviously killed in the war, people who died in the war, and he's a soldier out there, and he's sort of like, you know, kind of nursing his wounds, and he's watching these bodies burn. And it, it's just really showing, like, the lushness of, like, the place that he comes from, right? His, his uh, like, the jungles of where he comes from. Mm-hmm. It's, like, really beautiful and green, and, like, you know, it feels like just very, like, a, it, it, it just, it, like, the contrast of that to, like, the death that's going on there. And then, so he has to obviously get out of there because there's this crazy civil war going on and anybody involved is just going to die no matter what. Even if you're not involved, you're just a a, a woman or, or a child, you're just going to die, you know? Yeah, he's just trying to survive. Like, yeah, there's yeah. civil war that's going on. And this is... And Eddie Run... Yeah, they so they go to France, but... France, but... the French I mean, dressing. Yeah. A French dressing. But, like, so... You know, so they think it's going to be better or just like a, maybe a safe haven, but they soon realize it's kind of just not as crazy, but still they're fighting for their lives for right. no it, reason. It, it's kind still unnecessary. There's still these unnecessary wars going on. Yeah. Right. Like, but, and so what's kind of funny, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I you know, I kind of didn't realize this in the first uh, time we talked about it, but this view, and I was like, oh, that's kind of funny and interesting that London is sort of a safe place. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. even at the beginning, when they're first crossing the thing, she's like, "Oh, we're going to London." He's like, "No, we're going to going to France." Yes, and yeah. she's like, "Oh shit!" Like she looks at him like, "What? Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck?" Yeah, but like, you don't. Yeah, you don't think of France like that. You don't. Yeah, you wouldn't. And so that, and then even at the end, when you know she's like, "Oh, I have a cousin in in London," and you know when you go there, like it, it's sort of like this, uh, this sort of like a beautiful like a utopia place. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, it, it's pretty funny. I wonder if the director just like, you know, like France, you know, France is just like a shithole. Like, you know, <laughs> nobody come here. Like, it's just garbage. Yeah. At least that part of that he's talking about, you know, I just kind of thought that was interesting. Like when I watched it this time that 
London was such like a oh this is like the place to go. It's like sunshine and just you could have like a home. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. just like looked better the way it was filmed too. Even that last part of London, you know? Yeah, that's really weird because I mean, you th- I'm sure it's like you know like any uh, metropolitan city or any like that or like England. I'm sure has like bad areas too. Like where like you know where like it's the soccer hooligans like you know like. Oh, like of course, terrorizing yeah. the neighborhood and stuff like that. Yeah, there's certain parts of it and that then, are definitely like, and then you know, if you yeah. came like, I mean, you know, Fish Tank, that's, yeah, you know, that film is like, that's England and they're like lower class and it's pretty, mm. you know, it's pretty shitty. Everyone's just fighting. And, are they in England? Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, like if someone yeah, came from, yeah, you know, over there. <laughs> Like and you came to New York City and you saw it. Like exactly. you see, like you know, mm-hmm. it's not all just Times Square and shit right, like that. Right, right. There's exactly. all these other things yeah, kind yeah. of going on. It's not just like the main, like nice London where yeah. the Queen is. There's like places where it's just like there's poverty and it's just yeah. like shit that's horrible. But yeah, on this viewing too, I like I realize how much of like there's always this kind of like war going on between people for no reason. You know, like I think it's trying. To, I'm not sure what what's going on what was going on in sri lanka or whatever but you know when they get to france it's just this community like you know being terrorized by thugs and stuff and for no reason you know like what they're just stealing and you know they have nothing better to do because they just have the day for them. like you know they don't work or they don't do anything and like deep uh deep on and you know uh yalini what is her name sorry uh, the wife, yeah. well, like his fake wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Yalini. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're all working, and then they and the kid is going to school and stuff. So they, they kind of don't. They just have like they have to like tiptoe around this like these like thugs and everything, and like, you know, kind of make friendly. Well, what and which we'll get into in a prophet too, which is kind of like a similar story or like, right, right, right. Like it's or, like a or situation. Yeah, too. it's sort of like um. Being looked, you know, in the way that Deepan has to just, he was like a soldier where he comes from. And then he comes over here to France and he's got to like put his head down to all these like lame thugs. Yeah. And like say, yes, sir. Thank you. You know, we, we, all that stuff. Yeah. But he like, he literally like, you know, at one point he tells, you know, his his fake wife or, you know, the surrogate wife, Mm -hmm. you know, they're just thugs. Like they're not, yes, they're like the gangs from where we're from, but they're not that dangerous. Yeah, like, they're you know not like I mean? these tactical like soldiers. That yeah, they're just trained much idiots. Or, yeah, yeah, like and he literally can just like fuck them all up. Yeah, you know, as you see. You yeah, know? and you'll see later in the film. Like, yeah. yeah, which is um, yeah, that's uh, I, that's what's so interesting to me because you know, for anyone who's seen this film or anyone who kind of knows about, there's not a controversy like huge, but so it won the Palme d'Or at at, at Cannes, and and um, a lot of people think it shouldn't have because of the ending the ending being such like an action kind of like thing where he just like turns to violence right Mm -hmm. he just says like well there's nothing else but violence like to stop these people and so um a lot of people claim there's no build-up to that but i feel like since the first opening shot there is nothing but build-up to that right like you yeah you get the sense that like that's yeah like he's he wants peacefulness he wants to build that family but there is nothing else in this world but war, unfortunately. Like, there is... You know what I mean? Like, everywhere you go, especially in places that are, you know, like, lower-class people, there's just going to be gangs. There's just going to be things like that, you know? And and it's just like, there there has to be that, that you know, at least for him and his character, well, there has I, to be that bit of, like, warrior in him still, or, like, soldier. Well, yeah, of I course guess. it's still in him. It's just like, you know, it's like, 
in the same like you know, yeah it's, it's not like, like a, a bunch PTSD. of time has passed or yeah, yeah. but it's also like a ptsd kind of thing but you know it's also it just shows like the character like how much he's been holding back the whole time mm-hmm. like from these thugs because he could take them out like easily and I, yeah that's exactly i think that's the whole build up too it's you know it's showing that like this man like you know like you've like you like you like these gangs have like pulled the, his last string or his last straw you know and so he's finally like you know fighting back with exactly like what you said like you know with violence like he's mm-hmm. speaking their language yeah he was trying to like you know be off the radar kind of just like yeah keep his head down and all these things yeah and- but once they shot up like that that building where his uh, you know the wife and the daughter were yeah they're hanging out like yeah that's he was like just like nah thing. like this is not what we're doing here yeah. like we came here to just live a life <laughs> Like, yeah, he came here to get away from this. And, yeah, keep your shit over there. And as much as, like, he saw it all around the whole time, it, yeah, you, you know, like, this is, like, yeah, he's a soldier. Of course he's, like, gonna, like, you know, kind of go, like, almost, like, pretty much, like, Rambo, you know, like. Yeah. It just, like, mm-hmm. they treated him, like, like, shit the whole time, so he's, you know, like, he's not gonna be treated like shit anymore, you know. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, so that, that whole, like, Palm Dior thing about, like, the, how it doesn't build up to the, like, the violence it does you know because he's around he never leaves the violence he tries to leave the violence but it's always around him and he just shows what he can do like at the end you know yeah and also he's also like very observant so he like knows what you know what i mean like he's sort of figuring out like uh, like all right these are like the people that do this and like this is what this is you know what i mean and that's why when she's like oh what are they like what are are those guys like god you know they're like thugs she's like what is like a gang He's like, yeah, like the gang, like the gangs back where we're from, and he's like, yeah, but just like not that, they're they're not that serious, like yeah. you know, they're just like, you know, it's yeah, just those like, are armies, those are like, yeah, know. those are like they're, they're like like kicking your door and like chop off your kid's mm. head, yeah, you know what I mean, like here, like these guys are just like, you know, even when the one of the drug dealers is kind of talking to him and telling him like, hey, you know, like I, you know, I don't live around here, like you know, they just hire people from out of here because we don't care about the locals. Yeah. Like, we're just here to enforce the rules. Mm-hmm. If you hire people from around here, they're just going to talk and say all our business yeah. to the locals, which is what he's doing. And, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, but we, you know, we don't like any of you guys. Like, we don't care about any of you guys. So we're not going to, like, slip up like that. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're just here to tell you, like, skedaddle. Like, let us do our business. <laughs> I just thought that was funny because he's even saying, like, this shit sucks. Because he's sort of an even an immigrant in that world himself. Because he doesn't, he's not even part of those projects. He's just like for, they hire him, like out, you know, they outsource some thugs from somewhere else mm-hmm. to like take care of that shit. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's sort of just been like, yeah, I mean, it pays good, but this shit sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is not a cool thing to be doing. Yeah. You know, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but so, why why do you think this is like? Uh, why do you think it did win the Palm Dior that year? Um, or, is, or why it's on the well, it's in the collection. Too. Well, I mean, I know. I, I mean, I can say. I mean, I think why it's in the collection has a lot to do with it. You know, because it won the Palm Dior. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I, I really don't know why it would win the Palm Dior. Just because I don't. I, I don't really know like the movies that it was up against yeah, in, in yeah, that yeah, year. Yeah. But but I can say that to me, I feel like it, it was one of those things where you know people probably felt like, oh, okay, like we haven't really seen like a because this is kind of like a mainstream movie in a way you know what i mean it's not like yeah. some like indie like uh foreign film in the way that you're just like i don't know what this is you're just it, this is very like this could just be like a, a, a american like kind of action movie in a way you yeah know? definitely yeah like in in the story that it is and the way that it builds up to that so i think 
like I think that's why like I think a lot of people were just like oh this is like entertaining it's also like it's telling something that's a you know very yeah. serious subject about immigration of these people who like have to deal with this shit mm-hmm. but it's also like I don't know like this was like it was like it was like a nice like hell yeah that was fun at the end <laughs> you know and maybe that's yeah. why it was controversial because people were mad that people I don't know you know I really don't know yeah it, it's hard it, to tell it does feel like almost uh, a 70s film you know it does where yeah, it's yeah. most like a lot of story and like you know like well, kind of mundane very, like, and then it finally builds up at the end and like it yes. explodes it feels know? very like uh like yeah like early 70s french like film like like you know what i mean something that's just so like you know, you, you're not expecting that ending. Mm. It's just sort of, it's playing with genres. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like in the way that like French people like to do. You know what I mean? Mm. Like Godard. You know what I mean? Yeah, they like, mix it all up. Yeah, yeah, they like to just like do like different. Like a gangster movie or like. A, yeah, you know, like, like they like drama. So for know, instance. Romantic film. Yeah, like yeah. even doing like what he did with later on with The Prophet with the prison film. Mm. And like other films that he's done where he's just sort of. Like he did this film called Russ and Bone, mm-hmm. which uh, has uh, Median Cotillard which is, uh, I hope I said that right, which is, um, uh, she's, you know, uh, she's an inception, okay. Leo's wife, that, that, oh, actress. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And so she, uh, she plays this woman who she works Cat at, woman. I mean, uh, no, uh, uh no, she's Ra's, 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 Ra's Ra's Ghoul's wife. Yeah. Yeah. A daughter. Daughter. Yes. Yeah. And so she, uh, she plays, uh, this woman in Rust and Bone who works at like a kind of a sea world kind of place in like France. Mm-hmm. And she ends up, like, having an accident with one of the animals and loses, like, the use of her legs. Mm. And so she meets this guy. And, like, it's one of those, like, very, like, it, it should be this, like, stupid Hollywood sentimental things where this person learns how to live with their, you know, their broken legs. Uh, and they, you know what I mean? But he doesn't, like, he kind of, yeah. like, twists well, that genre and, like, make makes it, you know what I mean? He makes the, it less What was stupid. the, 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 um... The movie last year that was nominated for an Academy Award, it was about uh, the young girl uh, dealing with deaf parents. Uh, yeah, Coda. Coda, like mm-hmm. yeah, like like if like he did this or that kind of film, you're saying you would like it would be different, you know, than just yes. kind of like yeah, it would it would have like piece like, yeah, it would have like an emotional core, yeah. but it wouldn't focus on that. Yeah. It's like gonna tell. It wouldn't like be a, so Oscar Beatty. Yes, was, it wouldn't yeah. be so Oscar Beatty, right? Yeah. And that's what, like, I think. I think that's why uh, Deepan, at least for me, why it would be in the collection because mm-hmm. I think it feels like that. Where, you know, it starts off as you know, you know, it, even if it was just that slice of life about these immigrants who are just dealing with this shit and going, and mm-hmm. it doesn't turn into this big explosive like ending. Even if it was just yeah. sort of like them. You know, just living with each other and having to deal with like, oh, how do I like love this daughter? How do I love this person and like live with these people? And even though I don't know them and stuff like that, Mm. I think it would still be good. But I think because he gives it that little extra like genre bending like Mm. ending that it really does take it to that level where people are like, oh, like this is like, you know, like I guess this was. Uh, it, it was good as that, but it, this is something more than that. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, to me, that that feels like... I, I, I really love that little extra effort of that. Where he didn't just kind of end it as like, uh, you know, like there was no big climactic thing, you know? Yeah, where it could have just been like... St- kind of samey like it just yeah it could have just sort of like kind of just you know like just kind of gone in the same Mm. direction it was going and ended in the way that it ended but with nothing that really like cemented that Mm -hmm. right you know what i mean it just could have been like oh they they deal with maybe a conflict but it's not as big as that where like he's literally like blowing up a building you know what i mean like yeah (laughs) 
He's literally going full John McClane. You well, know? yeah, almost <laughs> like uh, who's the guy that does a Cellbox ninety nine and uh, uh, yeah, David S. Zoller. Yeah, Zoller. like yeah. his films, like they're really <laughs> you know kind of yeah, mundane, they, not not mundane, but really like you know one. One emotion, you know, it's really calm and like, you know, just kind of doing things. And they take their time to get to those. Or that big, you know, climactic moment. Right, right, right. Exactly. And I think, well, I mean, that's not so much, you know, and and that's what I like about this director also, because Sister Brothers doesn't really have that. A Prophet doesn't really have that. That sort of like ending. Yeah, we'll talk about the ending of Prophet. Well, I mean, you know, but. Yeah, so this is like, but but I think this really cements this film as like something that's like different. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Especially in in terms yeah. of like it being a French director, sort of taking yeah. on the story of something like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and and from the perspective of the the you know the immigrants, and not just mm-hmm. like really giving us any sympathy. Well, I guess he sort of does for like the French guy. Like the French guy that she takes care of. Um, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know if it's his dad or something, but I don't know who it could be. But uh, like whoever the the wife takes care of. Yeah. Uh, which is also like those are also really great scenes. Like really mm-hmm. just great scenes of like showing her as the character come out. You know what yeah. I mean? Because that you know, obviously that guy really appreciates what she does for him. Anytime she like touches his hand, he like smiles. Yeah. And when he, when she first like goes in there and like sees him, he's just like he looks like he's dead. Mm-hmm. And even though he's still very motionless when she's working with him, she's like he he comes like more alive. I feel like mm-hmm. he's like he's yeah. moving his head around, like looking at her, like smiling all the time. Yeah. And even like she'll just say stuff, and he'll like nod. And then like the guy was like, "Oh, you understand that now? All of a sudden, like you know, like all of a sudden you understand Chinese." He calls it. You know what I mean? Which yeah, because is is yeah is son or nephew or whatever yeah, i don't know you what know, he is. Like, yeah yeah I, i'm a, not sure he knows he, he's a degenerate piece of shit and he's like causing trouble you know yeah mm-hmm. so fuck that guy like most of the french not the old guy but you know yeah his so son or uncle or if anything. you've heard the last episode okay. i went after the i went after germans this episode i'm going after the fucking french <laughs> listen guys you're scum i'm kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding uh but in this movie do you guys suck you know it's like, I get it, right? He's a caretaker. D-Pan's just doing his job. But you got to treat him like shit. The man's doing a really yeah. good job, you know? Probably one of the best caretakers I've seen on film. Uh, especially <laughs> if... No, I'm serious. You know what I'm saying? All the stuff they show him do. You know what I mean? Like, And that's another thing about this film that's really great, too, because... A lot, you know, that's, that's something you kind of, I think that would be great to see in like an action film where it's like sort of like a little bit of a slice of life and then you get the action. Like you don't just have to worry about it just being action, action, action. And then sometimes the the protagonist like speaks to his wife or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This one really is just, it gives you, it lets you build up with this character. It shows you this character, what he's going through, what he's living with and what's building up inside him and what he's having to deal with. Even once he leaves the war from where he's from, he has to come back here. And he's got some psychopath uh, general or colonel or whatever that's like, hey man, I need the war still going on. I need you to help me. You know, like he's dealing with like nonsense, and yeah, so of course it's... he's gonna blow up a French, a, a building full of a bunch of French assholes. You know what I mean? That's just the next logical step when you're an immigrant and people are fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. It's like he's like Deepan is like, you know, he's 
lost his humanity, but for some reason, blowing up the French kind of brings it back. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like, and that, I think that's that's also another problem people have with it is that idea of like, well, damn, like he should should he have turned to violence? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And the, and it ends so like happy, like he literally just like just like kills and shoots a bunch of people, and the only consequence is that he gets to chill with his family. Well, I mean, he. Uh, to me, that's I th- fine. I think one one of the things too is that well, he has a reason to for it. You of know? course, and these yeah, other yeah. guys don't. They're just doing it because whatever. They're bored. You know, they're living in like you know this these projects that are like you know it's b- probably boring fucking living there and have nothing to fucking do. So they turn to like you know chaos and like destruction. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just little kids left to their own devices, and that's what they'll do. You know? Yeah. So I mean. For his character, Defunt, like, he actually has a reason to turn to violence, you know? Because it's, like, sadly, it was really the only answer, you know? Because he tried everything else. Yeah, you, you hear know? that, people? Violence is the only yeah. answer. Uh, exactly. Not really. No, don't do it. Yeah. Guys, just don't do it. It's a last resort, and, and like, this was the last resort. Yeah, just don't do it. Because, you know, you didn't even know that we brought this film in the first episode, so don't do it. Look. Let me just say, can I ask you something, Mondo? Yeah, ask me. What do you think about the elephant? The elephant? The elephant. The visions that D-Pan has of the uh, elephant. I don't know. I, I couldn't make what of that. Make sense of that, I guess. Well, I guess I... I what mean, do you have? What, what's your idea about it? I mean, I don't, I don't think I've made sense of it, but just sort of what I... Well, to yourself, at least. Yeah, like, just sort of, like, what I see it as, like, you know, because the two times that they show it, when he, like, kind of sees those, like... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know if it's, like, a flashback or whatever, but it's just sort of like this... I, I don't know. It's, like, to me, it felt like this, like, weird thing of, like, oh, that's, like... Like, a, what, do, what do you call it in, in Inception? Like a totem? Yeah, like totem. A, yeah. yeah, like a thing of like... To that's, keep you like... That's like home. Stable, yeah. Like that's real. Like that's like... That's like life. This like creature just... Like that's what I know. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, all this madness that humans do. Like that's... That's like... You know what I mean? Like that's like crazy. But that's like, you know, this just seeing this like creature. They just exist just you know just existing like that like in in i'm sure that you know they, they have those those types really of elephants like it, yeah. where he lives yeah like he's just you know it's just I, yeah like it's just like a totem like this thing of being like oh this is what you know what i mean like this is what i need to think of or else i'll go crazy because yeah. everything's just death and war and just like madness yeah you know? yeah okay yeah i get what you're saying it's- and also i mean it also i think represents kind of like like right they're they're god at one point, she talks about that mm-hmm. it being like you know the the elephant god of something. Yeah. You know, maybe you yeah. Know. But in the middle of all this destruction and like you know them fighting, it's like the elephant is drawing a line, and it's always gonna be there, even whether they're fighting or not. You know, right? Like yeah, it, yeah, it's gonna outlast. They're gonna kill themselves. You know, yeah. And the elephant is still gonna be there, and it's like what. It, like what they have to like you know it has to remind you of like why are we doing this right yeah and it's also just like yeah it's just like a taking you back to home like Mm -hmm. you know what i mean especially when you you see some sanity right and all this chaos especially when you see that first you know the first scene is just him again burning bodies and he has to like make that makeshift family 
and like cross like some border to get to France and do all this shit and live in this crap and do all this crap. And then the next scene you get is that fool selling like a bunch of like silly ass lights on the streets of France. You know, oh, yeah, like yeah, little yeah. like like light up ears yeah, stupid and little souvenirs and shit. Yeah, little yeah. like bubble like guns and shit like that. And he's got to run from the cops and do shit like that. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like that. I feel like that's literally. I mean, I don't think there's, you know, you know, I don't think there's any immigrant who wouldn't see that and like relate to that. Mm-hmm. Where you come from, you from somewhere, and you were like something else. And you have to just come here and you have to like sell shit on the street, yeah. you know, because like no one, you know, yeah. they have to like run from cops and stuff like that's, I don't know. I just really like that, um, that opening, like the way that it was filmed too, the way you see the lights kind of fade, it's just like a, like black screen. And then you see like the, you know, the lights that they wear on their heads where it's like these glowing ears and that's what you see first. And then you kind of see him come into frame. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like this, like, and he looks like. He's got this face of like, like he's like that warrior still. Mm-hmm. It's like this slow motion. He's got like this face of like he's ready to go to war. And then it just goes, you know, it just cuts into like real time out of the slow motion. And he's like, oh, like $2, $2 for this. Like, you yeah. know, $2, not that, not that expensive, you know? And he's just like, he's reduced to this, you know what I mean? Like to being what, you know, quote unquote, what, you know, an immigrant, like what that, you know, what that is, like yeah. what, you're I, just, yeah, you're just partly, sell stuff. Yeah. Partly I think that, but I think it's like, you know, like the death of something. It's the death of him being a soldier and all that stuff. Like, because it's the light at the end of the tunnel, you know, and like you see that. So you follow it and he's following that. So, I mean, I guess so. But I mean, it's it's hard to like see like the death of the soldier thing when that fool just ends it by blowing everybody up. But I mean, that's what he thinks he's that's going to happen when he goes. Yeah, to France, I guess, so. you know, like mm-hmm. that's like. But it comes back out, you know. Yeah, I mean it has to. Yeah, I mean again, when you when you when you're living with the French, you gotta fuck shit up. You're gonna have to hit some. You're gonna have to hit somebody. Yeah. You know. So D pen, uh, let's. You want to do last thoughts? Yeah, we could do last thoughts real quick. I mean, it's you know, it, it's it's uh, you know, it's it's one of my, it's one of my favorite additions of the Criterion Collection, mm-hmm. because it um. Again, it just I just love that that genre bending that it does at the end. That just like turning turning the switch of making him into this action hero. He's just like yeah. driving cars and blasting fools in the head, like stabbing fools in the like you know like in the stomach with like a fucking like screwdriver. <laughs> He's got a machete. It's doing like these cool little long takes where you don't even really see the action, which I thought was cool. Also, you know what yeah. I mean? It didn't really like focus on that violence. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just kind of saw a view from like uh, from his feet and his hands. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it, it never like shows him like just like shoot somebody or chop somebody up. It's like these little like kind of flashes of that. And so I felt like that was like a good way to kind of keep it in the same vein of what it was before, and not completely going off the rails and making it like you know what people are saying is oh it just yeah. be him like this Hollywood action movie, which I don't think it was that. I think it really is just like that. Um, what is it like? Um, you know, like that that build up to that, but like it's just like that explosion the of yeah, yeah, the climax of that just being like, yeah, that this is just what has to happen for him to like end that chapter of them, so they can move to London and just get over, like you said, like mm-hmm. you know, like just not be the warrior. I get, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, get over uh, like that. yeah, the change that yeah. you know, like yeah, just getting out of that all that situation finally. But yeah, and, and the ironic thing 
is you know having to use violence still you know like when he yeah, does i mean hey you know people it's necessary sometimes if you're gonna have to swing on someone you're gonna have to you know these days you know we got nazis out there it's just it's wild out there people and the french too you know sometimes they come at you the wrong way they're twisted um so i give d-pan um you know i you know i've, I've rated this before and i'm probably gonna this might be the same rating i don't think it's it, it's changed but i give it five machetes Oh, okay. Well. I give it five because to me, uh, yeah, this is just a really good film, and uh, it's directed well, it's acted well. We, you know, we didn't really get into how the fact that they're not really, you know, professional actors, and I think mm-hmm. that really helps a lot. You know, mm-hmm. when you don't have a Brad Pitt or something trying to make this something, you just have a regular guy. Yeah, they just this not really emoting too much, mm-hmm. but you can still feel what he's going through. You know what I mean? Yeah, if it was like someone I recognized or something like that, it it, it kind of takes you out of the film because you're yeah, oh I'm just yeah. watching Brad Pitt or mm-hmm. something you know or whomever. Yeah, and 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 here because the story calls for it not being people that you recognize, mm-hmm. you want it to be that. So all that's great. Directing directing's great. Uh, soundtrack's great. Uh, <laughs> get it on Criterion. It's on the channel. Stream it. Love it. <laughs> Live it. Mondo. What are your last thoughts on D-Pan? Yeah. And a lot of you are probably just like, D-Pan? I don't even know what that means. It's Grow up. <laughs> Get a life. Learn that things don't always just... Well, we're mo- saying it... We're really saying mo- it movie- with like an American accent. Really, like really harsh. Yeah, it's like the pan. The bond. The bond. The bond like, and, yeah. and not every movie's called Surfer Dude, all right? You just got to fucking <laughs> branch out here. Mondo, what are you... You got to <laughs> Brett Ratner out here. <laughs> not everything's Rush Hour 3, all right? <laughs> even though that's great, you know, just watch The Bond. <laughs> yeah i mean the yeah <laughs> deep end is really great i mean uh the first time i watched it was for the podcast the earlier episode that was the first time mm-hmm. but uh I, and i was i was really excited about it because of the ending but also i mean but also the you know the whole emotional journey to the ending mm-hmm. like i feel like that's kind of like a cop-out to say like it's it's some hollywood garbage kind of like you know happy ending or just or just that it action film you know and because the action is really gritty and you know it's not shot like like an american action film like it's really yeah not at all yeah it's it's not like glorified violence yeah yeah you really feel like when like when when he crashes into the building with the van and stuff like that or just like you know gets out of like you like you know you hear it and you feel it like you know there's some like you know like a tension between all those sounds and like the guns and, and the fighting and all that, you know, where if you saw some like, you know, um, like, like a Marvel movie where like, you know, a, a punch doesn't feel like it or sound like it. It just feels, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just, it's really, like, uh, it's it, like, it just feels like nilly, chore- you know? choreographed. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just the, it's yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just feels it has more of a realness, and that's the pan what, packs a punch. And, is what you're saying. <laughs> and that's what I like about the story too, you know, and them and and the actors, you know, because we talk about too how everything just looks so Hollywood, but these 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 people acting don't, you know, you, you know, you see the wrinkles in their skin or the blemishes, and you know, it's not just some like, it's not made to look like picture esque, you know, mm-hmm. even though it is in like in its own way, you know, but it's not so like flat and. Like how American movies are right now and stuff like that. Yeah, no, exactly. It's not bullet train. Yeah. It's also not um, 
uh, trying to be sentimental. It's not trying yeah. to be, you know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. not trying to, you know, it's not trying to give you that and like, oh, like, oh, isn't this sad? It's, it's not like, pandering. It's just showing you that it's real and that the, the realness is sad. Yeah. You know? Did you rate it? No, I didn't. What's the rating? Uh, I give it a three and a half oh, this time. Oh, you sick bastard. All right. Well, watch out because D-Pen's going to crash into your house tonight with that rating. <laughs> Criterion too, they're never gonna let us in if you keep rating these things that low. <laughs> That's not low. I'm but. just kidding. It's not low at all. Uh D-Pan deserves a five all around, but that's fine. Um so yeah, that's D-Pan. Make sure you check it out. Uh if you haven't watched it. It's really good. I, I would uh recommend it to anybody, honestly. It's also on the channel. Yeah, it's on the channel. I I, I honestly would recommend it to anybody. It's one of those films that I would just be like, oh, you know, give it a shot. See what you you know. See what you think. Yeah, that's true. I would recommend it to anyone. I think it grab. I think it can grab you from the very beginning. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. people are just always interested in like stuff like that. Wars from other countries they don't have any idea about. You know what I mean? And the lives about stuff like that. Well, yeah, and uh, and it's also very relatable. Yeah, it is relatable yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. In so many ways, in the makeshift family way, and the way that you have to just survive in these places that you know you, you have no control over. You know, you just. You have to like be a part of the war because that's the way to survive, you know. Yeah. So, D-Pen, check it out. Um, it's already in the channel though. It's I mean, it's on the channel, but I'm saying it's already in the collection. What do I want in the collection? Well, it's a profit, and that's what we're gonna get into. So my pick, as I mentioned earlier, was gonna be a profit, un profit, as they say in French, and uh. It's directed by Jacques Udard, as we talked about before. It's a double feature. It's a Jacques Udard double feature, but not not the reason. I was always going to bring this film. It was always on the list to bring, but one of the reasons I'm bringing it now is because it's also a part of the Criterion Channel's uh, 30-year celebration of the Sony Picture Classic uh, films of their, uh, you know, 90s, uh, not 90s, but they're, they're just, they, 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 they really, history, yeah. They release a bunch of like uh, art house films, is what they call them. They, is what they call them in the. I think just the '90s was like a prominent time for them. There's quite a few of them, yeah. from the '90s. But yeah, yeah. So uh, like Run Lola Run. Yeah. If you so, haven't heard that episode, go back again. Yeah. So that's what I mean. Like, so we're, you know, is the Criterion Channel coordinating with us? Or are we coordinating with them? We don't know. Um, they're they're just they're just on our rhythm. Very so, sus. So. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. I don't know. Are they listening? Probably. So guys, if you're gonna let if you're gonna let if you're gonna let Run Lola run in and you're gonna let a profit in, give us a call. Give us give us a heads up. Yeah, yeah. You know, send us a I don't know. But that is funny that we did have both of these films like you know prior to like knowing this. You know. Yeah, we absolutely did. It was just you know, Sony I, Sony was on Sony was on a hot tip in the nineties. Oh, this one's in the late aughts, but you know. Yeah, this is uh, two thousand nine. Yeah. Uh, so we'll we'll do a synopsis about it from Letterbox again, and this is their little tagline: "Escaping the prison of life." Eh. Uh, sentenced to six years in prison, Malik El Dejabana is alone in the world and can neither read nor write. Mm. Very relatable. Sounds like a thug to me. On his arrival at the prison, he seems younger and more brittle than the others detained there. Mm. At once he falls under the sway of a group of Corsicans who enforce their rule in the prison. As the missions go by, he toughens himself and wins the confidence of the Corsican group. 
Uh, who's in this? Uh, well, Malik El Dijabana plays. Uh, it's played by Tahir Rahim. You have uh, Cesar Luciani is played by Niels Arastrup. You have Rod Rayad, no, just Rayad, uh, uh, played by Adele Bencherif. You have uh, Rebit uh, Rieb, Rieb, played by Hichem Yakobi, and uh, Jordi, played by Rita Kateb. And then a bunch of other uh, the Corsican gang members and a bunch of other goons and stuff like that. But those are the main, those are the main heads in our story and in, in our a prophet story. Yes. Um. So what is the prophet about, right? So this young uh, Algerian of Algerian descent, French boy, mm-hmm. uh, he gets put in prison, and um, basically he is sort of you know he's new fish, new fresh meat. So you got to do what the other guys tell you, you know, and these Corsicans. Yeah, you need in, protection. In case you didn't know, there is a place called Corsica, and there are Corsicans in there, and they. Uh, we all saw the Cheech and Chong film, the Corsican Brothers. Oh, there is a there. Yeah, we all yeah. did. I have it. <laughs> I don't think we all saw it. I've never seen it. It's one of their um, lesser ones, but you know, oh, much less. Uh, and so. He, uh, you know, he's forced to do a do a deed for the Corskins, do a little dirty deed, done dirt cheap, Ooh. and he does it. And so, you know, it's sort of like you know, as any mob film, and also a prison film as well. Uh, you know, he starts to move his way up the ranks. He's like, you know, he becomes something that he wasn't when he went in there. He well, he's just an innocent boy. Who just, you know, made a few bad choices. Yeah, he's just been in and out of, like, you know, juvenile detention and yeah. homes and stuff like that. And now he's... Uh, and now he's, yeah. you know, he's older now, so he has to be put up with the big boys, as they say. Yeah, he's like a... He's in, he's got to become like a mob enforcer, in a way. Or whatever. He's just like running deeds He's just like a mob. grunt, you know. Yeah. But he has protection, you know. Yeah. Because he's friends with Caesar, who's... Right. Who's the head guy. He's the head Corsican. And, uh, you know, just a just a, a beast of a man, a sloppy man, uh, as most of those Corsicans are. Uh, I, you look, I, I'm not trying to, I hope there's not any Corsican listeners, but you're all ugly, <laughs> at least in this film. And, they, and you know, and those actors are great actors, you know, again, I, I'm not trying to say anything else, but, you know, you're I goons. Know. I don't know. <laughs> they hired looking, goons. Yes, you're looking they... like goons. <laughs> you're looking like goons out there in Corsica land. But uh, um, so uh, our young uh, our young protagonist, Malik, he, uh, you know, he starts to kind of do things for the Corsicans. He's moving up his way up the ranks. And so it's 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 like a hybrid, you know, and, and not that like, you know, most prison films in a way are gang mob films, right? Uh, but they don't really deal like not every single one deals with like the outside world in, in in a way, right? A lot of times, like you have prison films where they go inside and it's just like the world is just in prison. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there is nothing else but that. Where here it's sort of a mixture of that, where it's like, you know, you have the prison world, but also it's like the outside world of that. Like he, you know, he he is just an immigrant. You know, he's not like anything. Even in prison, yeah, he's, he's, not he's treated as less because you know he's half of yeah, something. And he's, he's not Arabic, full. essentially, and he looks more Arabic, but also like it's that thing where you're not accepted by this culture, but you're not, right. and you're not accepted by this one. So you're just like stuck in the middle. And uh, like uh, Dupan, he's just keeping his head down, trying to like keep a low profile, but you know he gets sucked in, in into the uh, you know like 
the whole prison how it system and how it works and right. how the gangs are running it and have all these uh you know like the Corsicans own the the guards so mm-hmm. it's easy for them to like smuggle things and get things in and to hear and, if you're trying to rat yeah. them out yeah as we can see he gets his ass beat a lot mm. malik gets his ass beat yeah a lot. and from the Corsicans too yeah you know? you know he gets smacked around a lot and and you know and, and it, it uh like uh like you were saying that the actor you were saying earlier i mean yeah it, literally i think this film is what it is because he's such a great actor because he carries literally every frame of the film yeah, he's like yeah pretty much in every scene right? yeah like, mm-hmm. and and he's literally doing like the work of like emotionally like displaying like everything he needs to and like everything going around him, him being like observant and like yeah. you know like figuring things out. It's the same thing with like the the actor in Deep Hand, mm-hmm. like where they're just, you know what I mean? Like it's just you can see them thinking in their head, and you don't need much from yeah, them. Yeah, that was know? that, and he has that like POV shot of it, like you know, being John Malkovich, you know? Oh right, because it's like from his like, like messed up eye. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. skewed, you know, mm-hmm. like where like how in being John Malkovich when they enter his body, it's like right. this weird like tunnel vision. Yeah, kind of tunnel thing vision. Of it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Like so, when I like I went into this movie blind, like completely blind. Like I didn't. I didn't. First read, time. I didn't. Yes, first time. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't read the synopsis. I, I read a little bit, but I was like, yeah. Well, you went in blind because you got a spoon to the eye. Yeah. Hey, that's a reference. No one's ever seen this movie, so they yeah. won't know. <laughs> and then, and then when I put it on and I started watching, I was like, oh fuck, this is a prison movie, a two and a half hour prison movie. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Luckily, look, uh, but, you know, I say this is no, um, uh, no prison rape scenes. Thank God. Yes. You know? That, that was like, yeah. How do we get out of that one? Yeah. <laughs> thank God. Yeah. For, uh, you know, in two hours, how they didn't just think to throw one of those in. I mean, it was thank talked God. about and it was almost going to happen. Like, yes. you know, kind of like, uh, so, sort of, somewhat, you know, yeah, like, kind yeah, of yeah. like a weird, like, you know, like you give me this, I'll give you that. Right. Kind of right, right and that's right, kind right. of how the first kind of you know, thing goes down where yeah. it changes uh, Malik's character, which is also like, that's, that's one of the great parts too, is like, it is. Yeah. The beginning where you, when he first enters, like, you know, the real prison, like, you mm-hmm. know, these aren't, these are adults. Yeah. These it's not juvenile yeah. detention center. It's not these yeah, kids, yeah. you know, in there. And, and from, Big and, dogs, and it goes homie. like, it doesn't go year by year, but like kind of different, like it has like these mile markers of his like time. Yes. The six uh-huh. years he's in this other prison. And, from yeah, when you see him from the first year, like where they really and they mark it like you know it's year one, like it it's crazy how much the actor changes and he just has this whole different, you know, kind of like body language mm-hmm. and you know and he's learning to read now. Yeah, like and, swag to and, him. Yeah, he yeah. has. Yeah, he does. He honestly does. Mm-hmm. And he's like you know just like he's he's been there like all the time and stuff. Like he's like and he like he doesn't skip a beat. Right. And that's that that was really cool to see. Like and I mean and his whole journey, like that's just like kind of part of it, but he gets more deep into it and kinda of like you know, and he's not dumb, you know. That's like a good a cool thing about like well, his character. Yeah, he's like observant. Yeah. And so like it's funny because he like he he doesn't like know really know how to read or write, mm-hmm. but he knows how to like figure everything else out. Like yeah. observe like you know, he learns like Corsican the Corsican language yeah and like you know listening yeah and the Corsican guy gets like all the the main guy gets mad at him he's like what are you you're spying on us what are you you trying to learn it for and for him he's just being like well I'm just trying to like 
be chill with you guys. What do you mean? Like, don't you want me? You know what I mean? Like, shouldn't I learn this in a way? Yeah. You know what but, I'm saying? Yeah, I, that makes sense why Caesar would be upset, you know? Of course, yeah. Because he's just thinking, like, yeah, because he has to always look behind his back, you know? Mm-hmm. And then especially when he tells him, it's like Caesar's stuck in prison and all his, like, friends and, like, pretty much the whole gang leaves prison, that, which is kind of a funny moment. Because they're like, oh, see you, Caesar. We love yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, you know? Like, it just looks like... Like when his lawyer's telling him, he's like, "Yeah, you're stuck here. Like these guys are off." Yeah, they're like, like you know, pardoned. You're yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then that's one of those things too, where the prison film, where it, you know, how you're saying, like, it doesn't really show the outside world. Like mm-hmm. some, uh, I mean, some of them, but I mean, there's a lot of them that do, you know, because it's always a hard contrast, you know, from going from prison and then, you know, going to the real world. Right, right, right. But uh, yeah, like, yeah. Caesar is like on that. He's. I don't, I, I don't know about Malik, kind of. I mean, yes, kind of, sort of, but not really, too. Like, he could always just stay in prison, I think, because he's so comfortable there. Oh, well, I guess but that's Caesar, sort of like, yeah, yeah. Caesar's, I see. Like, Caesar's character is, like, kind of fighting, like, because he has so much control right here. So he's well, fine yeah, with it. But... I would, yeah, I was just going to say, because it's, like, um, it's like losing his control. Yeah. Like, that's what staying in there is he's, like, losing his grip on everything yeah. outside. When in there, because he's just like, oh, you got like, well, what do you mean you got a lot of pull? Oh, no, no, no. He says like, you got a, pull, a lot of pull outside. And he's like, well, what about here? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, damn, like, yeah, he's like on that, like, his character is just like, oh, shit. Like, I need to, like, be something. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, fading away. Like, you know, yeah. I need to, like, become something. Or, like, I need to show them that I'm still, like, the fool that I was. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah, he's like, yeah, I feel like he's battling that, like. You know, uh, like, you know, if he was released, like, how would he, like, you know, I don't think he'd be able to, like, fit in again, sort of, like, so he's kind of, I feel like he wants to stay in prison, but also not because he is losing his power mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I love that scene, like, yeah, I was saying how it was kind of funny when all his friends are leaving, but, like, right, like, and then they cut to Caesar in his prison cell, and he's just, like, laying on the bed, you know, mm-hmm. he's, like, complete, like, you know, just completely depressed, like, mm-hmm. of this, like, all this, all this news, and, like, he's, like, kind of has to start a whole new gang probably but i mean they don't show that but you know like well he only has just like the five guys that yeah just got a left few there guys also yeah. yeah yeah but i yeah i just really like that scene where it just shows him laying on his bed because you know like this you know because most of the time you just seem like you know sitting up and being like you know like looking really strong and this mm-hmm. is like that moment where he's he feels weak and yeah. you see him weak yeah you know, and you see him as like a like a person you know right right well, I mean, my favorite thing about uh, the direction from Jacques Usudard in this mm-hmm. film is the surrealness of it. Is um, those little things that happen where you're just like, oh, like it doesn't feel like it's like f- like supposed to be surreal, but obviously it is. Mm-hmm. You know, with the guy that he kills, yeah, uh, the first guy that he kills, he sees him like a lot. Mm-hmm. He's just like there next to him. Sometimes he's on fire. Sometimes he's like singing happy birthday to him. Like something or he's, he's just, killing, like he's reliving, like he's yeah. like literally fighting his demons, right. you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Which I thought that was like such a like interesting thing because, you know, it, it is very, it, I guess not obvious, but it is pretty like upfront. It's pretty much just like, you know, it's not trying to hide that metaphor of the, you know, struggling with your demons, yeah. right? It's like pretty much like there. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's in your face. It's But, but I think like, I just like that it's just, I don't know, I just like that surrealness of it, you mm-hmm. know? Like the moments of him just like appearing and just him just being like, oh, like, 
you know, just like cover that wound on your neck. Like it looks disgusting. Yeah. You know, it's just like little moments like that where he's just like, damn, like, you know, like I had to like make that choice to kill this person to survive. But like I like I I have no reason to hate this person. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. so I see this person's ghost and he's not even like mad at it. You know what I mean? Or, he's just sort of like, he's comfortable with the ghost there. Well, like even, at first he's sort of like, it's kind of like crazy. But after a while, he's just sort of like, yeah, it's just, you know, like. I also, didn't. also, the ghost understands, you know, why he did it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like he's like how you're saying he's never mad at him or anything. Yeah. Neither one of them are mad at each other. Right. Which is, I think is a really great thing. You know, it's just like he just, ex- they both kind of just accept this, that there's like seeing each other and like talking and like you know he was trying he was like as he was trying to help him in the beginning sort of or just like kind of talk to him and get to know him a little like you know like he was trying to get his uh, yeah he was was trying to get his balls tickled he was trying to make him comfortable you know (laughs) but it's still it's still like it's still one of those things that pushed him to do that like he's like any to learn english like to learn uh, uh, right, right. right. He told to him like, yeah, yeah. You should stuff. learn how to read. I'll leave you some yeah. books and stuff like that. Yeah, he's yeah. being nice to him. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, it was for him to make him comfortable. But, but he, I mean, he still stays like that even though he kills tickle. him. You know, like yeah. as the ghost. I'm saying for sure. Yeah, yeah. he couldn't just. <laughs> and I think, and I think it would have been weird if he was like haunting him. Well, that's, I, that's that what that I'm movie. saying. Yeah, it's not that movie. Yeah, but I think also the ghost was trying to get his balls tickled. So the ghost was trying to, the ghost as a ghost it can't just say that yeah. you know it's you know, like it's like a vampire it's like yeah. it, well, it can't come in unless it's invited yeah. in a ghost can't get its ball tickled by you unless <laughs> you just say it you bring so it up where can a yeah where can a ghost get his balls tickled <laughs> it would have been like a, in ghostbusters like you just seen like malik like wake up and like that fool's just floating above him yeah, like zipping his, his pants down he's like oh he just goes cross-eyed <laughs> uh oh. You're crazy for that one, Dan. Well, yeah, Dan Aykroyd should have directed a prophet, and then maybe we would have had something, <laughs> something interesting here. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, because so so yeah. So the reason that I I brought it with Deep Pen is, and also not only because of the collection, because it also is another one of those, I guess, outside perspectives. Right? Again, we've seen like something like a you know, if Goodfellas, like I told you, if Goodfellas was in the collection, yeah. I would compare it with that because it is sort of like that idea of like an outsider like going into like this mob and moving their way up and 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 showing you their perspective of what that life is yeah right this one's just a little different it's not as flashy as goodfellas but it is still the same like you know that still climb that ray Liotta's character does <laughs> but uh but i think it relates more so with d-pan in that like yeah it's about like immigrants who literally you know they, they they're just like yeah i mean he goes to uh, juvenile detention centers I imagine because he has no like other way to live yeah, he has right? no family he has yeah nothing. he has no and, he probably has to like es- steal and establish like, that stuff. in the beginning yeah yeah like, uh, like who's gonna send you money for commissary do right have, nobody do yeah, yeah. Any, like all these questions yeah like, they're like literally no do you have any family he's like no he has, like, yeah, yeah and he has no one and he literally says he never knew his mom and dad like you know yeah. right like they, they're like oh well, like what were your mom and dad's name he's like yeah, I, he I don't has, know yeah he has like no answer for that yeah because yeah or even why he speaks two languages like all mm-hmm. oh, right he's like uh, he's always spoke it yeah 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 and so that's like um that to me is just like a interesting perspective of that right like we don't see that and then and then like how many movies do you watch where it's just like oh like 
like the a Corsican mob? Like who? What? Like what? When? When have they ever been characters in anything? Like the Corsican mob and the Corsican brothers from uh, <laughs> uh, the Cheech, Cheech and Chong film. <laughs> that, I should have just <laughs> I should have just brought that also yeah. the Corsican mob. Yeah, as a th- uh, yeah. Corsican. Wait, what's, a bonus. Called, what's it called? The Corsican Cors- brothers. Corsican Cheech. <laughs> Corsican Chong. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I did not know that movie exists, but but you know what I mean. Like that's not like a. I think that's interesting because, you know, as obviously Goodfellas is great and stuff like that, but that kind of stuff catches your attention because the Italian mob is like what is the big, uh, uh you know, that's like the big headline. Mm-hmm. The Italian mob. You know what that yeah. is, right? You know about the Italian. You want to see that. You want to see yeah. those things. If someone's just like, "Hey, man, like, I got this crazy movie about the Corsican mob," you're just like, "What the fuck is that?" You're just like, "I don't, I don't, I don't care." Like, what? Is there is there a Robert De Niro type in there? You know what I mean? Like, you're looking for that. Yeah. And and what I love about and I think Caesar kind of is that. He is. He very much is. Yeah. 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 He he sort of is like a a combination of like a Pacino and like all those kind of like guys. Yeah. Like he he's just um, he has that um, that physicality, Mm. uh, especially in his face. You know, I, yeah. I love it when they do like, you know, especially when you were talking about those perspectives of him when he's yelling at him. Mm-hmm. He just has like a, I don't know, a good, a good, like a, a good angry, like yell. You know what I'm saying? Like not over dramatic. It's just very real, very like raw, like just very yeah. like. But like, he is also, he just has that like, he just seems uh, like you've seen his face around before too. Like, you know, like a familiarity. Of, oh, sure. That, yeah. About yeah. him, you know, uh-huh. which is weird. But also like, uh, and I think scary because it's like intimidating, you know. It's like, oh, I feel like I know that guy, but then he's beating the shit out of out of you and uh, you know putting a spoon in your eye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. But you know, again, you know, I'm not trying to say that the Corsican mob isn't dangerous or scary. I imagine they are. I'm just saying it, it's just nice to see them get the spotlight they they deserve because I don't think most people would think of that. Yeah, because like, I mean. And and also just having that kind of I, I just love movies where there is no, like I don't, I, I kind of know but I don't really care because there's like a lot of stuff going on here you know there's Egyptians there's like Albanians I don't there's, think he was really Egyptian was he or uh was that just or maybe it was yeah the the guy yeah yeah, yeah there the, was the Egyptian uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, there was like there's like so many I things. I thought it was like just a name, kind of. Oh no! Like there's so many things. I mean, that's the only way they know how to describe each other is like shit like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Because they're just ignorant, you know. Mm-hmm. But like there is so there there's like so many like like you know what I mean? Like you see that prison yard, and it's not like a you know like an American prison movie where it's just like oh the blacks against the whites, <laughs> and there's like some Mexicans or something. It's like literally there's just like all kinds of different people no in it's this not movie. it is separated like that you know? no no but i'm saying no no I, I i no no i know it's separated but i'm saying like there's like a mixture of different types of like it, it's like egyptian algerian like french like you know there's like all kinds of like mm. stuff and i think that's like a i don't know that's just like interesting to me because it takes away from like it just being that because there's so many types of people different types of like you know like races that you're just like oh yeah like i'm just I just gonna follow it for the characters. It yeah. doesn't even matter what that is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Even though that is sort of, I mean, it is kind of the focus in the movie because they mention it, right? It, it's supposed to be that because they're they're sort of like talking about the way that you know the, the different people look at each other, right? They're mm-hmm. just like, oh, this this fucking uh, uh, 
Muslims and Arabics are, are, are like immigrants and like dogs yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, these type of people are this or whatever. You know what I mean? So that's why they make it a distinct thing to make sure that you know who's who. Mm-hmm. But it's not really about, uh, you know, it's not really about like making that distinct so that you're just like, oh, okay, like I'm supposed to care about what they are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, just for the it's for the plot of mm-hmm. it. It's just like, oh, because he's part of the Corsican mob. It's not to be like, oh, you're supposed to care about Corsican But he's also, or, it's like, the, it's also that Goodfellas thing where he's not full Italian, you know, or full Corsican. Or, well, he's not or, he's not at all. Yeah, at all. But he's but he, still but he's not, but Yeah, but he's not even full Arabic. Or, I, yeah, yeah, he's like French too. Like he's yeah, French I think, I mean, it says he's Algerian. Yeah. You know, so I mean, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm exactly. not sure. But, you know, it's that whole thing, you know, like in Goodfellas where... They're, they're not made men because they're not full Italians. Right, and, and that's another thing, too, is that, and like, yeah, in Goodfellas, and, you're not being like, oh, who's Italian, who's not? You yeah. know, you're not worried about that. You're worried about the thing, and that's what I'm saying with this. Mm. There is no, like, even though there is that mix of people, you're not being like, oh, well, I can't keep track of who's who. You know what I mean? There is no <laughs> reason for that. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like, it, the story itself is really, it, obviously, it's, again, it's pinpointing those those people, but it's not about you needing to know who's who, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Am I, yeah, sense? I don't know where you're going with it, but yeah, I, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying it's just, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. It's just like done well in that, like, I don't need to like, you know, you, you don't need to keep track of that stuff in like this way that it's like, oh, like it cuts to like a thing. And it's like, oh, these are the Algerians. And these are what they're doing, or yeah. these are like the. It's not a guy Ritchie film. Like these where are like, just like yes. presenting them. Like, like these are the Italians, and mm-hmm. this is who they are and mm-hmm. how they are. Even when he goes to meet with people to negotiate with the Italians, they're not just like generic Italian people. They're like different types of like people. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're like it, it, it's that's not what I'm ho- saying. it's not this Hollywood, you know, like yes. kind of like you know. Okay, that's I guess that's the like better basic point. kind of thing yes. where they just yeah, yeah. look, you know, like gimmicky kind of thing. It took me a while to get to the, there, but that's <laughs> yeah. the point. Yes, that's what I was trying to. Yeah, it, I, that's what that, I guess that's a good example. It's not a Guy Ritchie film where it's just like these are the Algerians, yeah. and it's like these certain and one type of them of has guys. a dog. Like yeah. we have these, like you know, really like <laughs> yes. bad kind of like. Yes, that's uh, what I mean. You know, thing like like it's not trying to make you notice that. Like yes, yeah, to make them stand out, like you know, like really like half-heartedly you know like to like grow an attachment to them you know yeah like where like one like only uses a knife or his bare hands when he fights or something yes, like that or he like, has like a nervous tick or something yeah you know? and it's like we call him the egyptian and it's just like which they kind of do know. in goodfellas you know when he's going around introducing all everybody you know? yeah but they're all but but they're all like a bunch of italians yeah but it's still yeah. like a thing you know it's yeah, still they're a bunch of, of like, wops to like you know like uh, <laughs> create some sort of like you know really like through like like a quick and easy like way to like oh this is that character oh yeah 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 it's also just like kind of giving you yeah yeah an idea of like what's yeah like the instead of like building kind of like you know the whole relationship between all of them and who they are and like stuff like that and it's a real shame that goodfellas isn't on the criterion collection because this would have been a great pairing but i think this is also good pairing Mm -hmm. but i i sort of talked about the surrealness of the filmmaking Mm -hmm. but i do just want to talk about the filmmaking in general right like so we have like, uh, you know, you have like his like premonitions or his like, you know, what he sees as like, or his dreams or whatever. Yeah. Whether it's like seeing the the guy he killed like wrestle with him and like and then mm. that you know him seeing that or it's like the the deer thing right where yeah. he sees the deers before he has a dream about like 
deers, I guess, running out in front of the car and crashing, even though that's not what you really see in the dream or the premonition, mm. but that's kind of like the idea. Yeah. And then so when he's like going, you know, I mean, you know, it's hard to kind of get into the details of why he's out and about out of prison. Um, yeah, he gets like these prison leaves to do. Yeah, he gets prison leaves to and, do work outside. Yeah, so he does work for the Corsican mob outside, yeah. and he's doing this thing for them. And these guys are gonna like pretty much kill him because they know he because they, I mean, they see him. It's kind of like it, uh, it, it, it's is like that one like of those the point where like I, right, like Caesar gave him up, sort of. No, no, no. Okay, it, it wasn't because they didn't know. Um, they uh, or maybe. Um, no, no, I don't think so. Cause that's when, yeah, that's when he, before they crashed into the deer. Yeah. But he's asking him, you know, like where he, like, yeah, he's just, well, I think it's more so because, you know, he's, he's like stuck in between those worlds where it's just like, you know, the Corskins are just like, Oh, you dirty Arab, like get mm-hmm. out of here. And Arabs are just like, Oh, what? You're like the Corskins like lap monkey. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like they're, nobody, like everyone's just like pissed at him. Mm-hmm. Like there's no, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, there's no middle for him. He's just, yeah. like... And I think, like, because that guy's, like, oh... Because I think he is Muslim, right? That guy? Because the guy he kills is he the guy he's talking about. He with the about. Muslims because it's, like, safe there. Right. You know? But the guy who... But, but, but I'm saying before he crashes mm-hmm. into the deer, the guy who has him in the car mm-hmm. is, like, oh, you... Like, I had a friend in there who's, yeah. who's pretty much that guy he kills uh, yeah, with the is, razor yeah. blade. But I feel it's like just, he has an idea, like an idea that it's him. Oh, okay. and he's just trying to get it out of like him. To oh, say yeah, it, I, but, I guess so. I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And so that's what, yeah, that's when he, yeah. And then so he has that premonition of like, well, well, because he already saw the deer. And so he sees the sign of the deer crossing thing. And he says like, oh, like animals, animals. Like, yeah. I think that's really funny, too. I don't know if that's just maybe the translation, mm-hmm. but I think that's like a really good because, yeah, he. I think that keeps up with the character, right? Like, because he doesn't know what a deer is. He doesn't know how to, like, say, like, express yeah. that. He's just going to say animal, mm-hmm. like, you know, because yeah. he can't read or write, really. Like, but, you know? Yeah, and his friend asks him, or no, like, one of the guys asks him that question. I was like, oh, do you know what an exit sign means? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I f- that's, like, a callback to, like, oh, this is, like, his exit, you know, yeah, to get uh-huh. out of this. Like, right, right. You know, because yeah. he's kind of, like, in deep shit, sort of. Like, yeah, he's going to get killed. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to kill right there. And because he calls that out, he sort of, you know, stops them from completely, like, yeah. crashing. And that's all. I mean, that's just, like, a really funny scene. <laughs> like, they literally go in and they chase the other deers and just shoot yeah, them. Yeah, eat it. <laughs> and eat them, which is, like, wild. Like, yeah, they're just, I was like, wondering so, what, like... Because, <laughs> like, yeah, so, like, uh, Malik gets out of the car and he's kind of, like, you know, he's just, like, yeah, he's after like the dazed. crash. Yeah, yeah. And dazed. And then, like, you hear these guys, like, oh, there's one over there, you know? And, like, what are they shooting at? Like, Malik's right here. Like, I was like, oh, it's a deer. They're trying to... <laughs> and they're trying just, to like, so hunt. pissed. Yeah. They're just, like, fuck these deers. Yeah. There's, like, there's more in the woods. And they just, like, start <laughs> shooting at them. Yeah. Like, if they, like, literally, like, try to, like, destroy their lives by, like, mm. running in front of them. But, you know, deers are dumb. <laughs> And they yeah. do dumb stuff like that. But yeah. that, like that sort of, um, I guess that was really, uh, the film itself, you know, it, it's great in that sense of like, a, like I said, it's like doing that like prison drama as well as like a mob drama. Mm-hmm. But it also just has those like surreal moments that are like that. Those, those like things of him just being like, oh shit, like I can, you know, and he even tells yeah. him, he's like, oh, like, how do you do that shit? Like. What do you like? Some kind of prophet? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like he's like he's just like what are you? Some kind of 
a prophet and he yeah. looks at the screen and yeah. winks <laughs> it almost yeah it did sound like that a lot it, it sort of that. does but but still but 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 at the same time it's like that that is funny that it's just like yeah like i don't know like because he's not a prophet but it is just like this thing of like this like you know i don't know it's just like survival right it's just mm-hmm. it's just the idea of survival that's what immigrants yeah, have to just do like an like, instinct a feeling yes you know? yeah, yeah yeah it's just like that's what you have to do when you're in like a life like that Especially if you're coming from the outside of it, you're not. You know what I mean? Like he, he fucking, he didn't go there because of that. Like he didn't want to be that. Mm-hmm. He like literally was forced to murder somebody, and then he had to like move up the ranks of that thing because yeah, he was in survival mode. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, there's no way. And like, and then all that can just get taken away from you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the guy's just like, oh, like you know, like you have protection here because you fucking like know me. Yeah. Like you know, you walk around here with my name on your head. Like, that's why all the guards that you do what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah, it's just like there is no. And, and all the time he's always just being like, no, I don't. I don't. I don't do anything for them. I don't do anything for you. I do it for me. Like, I, I do everything for me. Yeah. You know I don't I mean? work for them. Yeah. I, I work for myself. I do it for me. Yeah. But it is like that idea of like, you know, like, I feel like every like, you know, most people like have that. Right. Like you want to like think that not even immigrants like most people. You're just like, you know what? Yeah. Like doing this job sucks. But I'm doing this for me because I'm getting the money and I'm yeah. I'm going to like save up and do this or whatever. You know yeah, what I mean? Like he just has a different perspective yeah, of it. Like all. I don't really care about the people who own this business or, wh- or whatever the case may be. Yeah. They're just like, I'm doing this for myself. So it's like that. But at the same time, he really I mean, you know, he's not like he is in the service of like all that shit. Right. Well, like, yeah. Even Caesar asks him. He's like, even when I ask you for coffee, still you're. You just act like a servant, you know, mm-hmm. and you do it mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like to push him down a peg because, you know, his head is kind of getting too big because he's just so into the life. And, I mean, he, yeah, he started know. smuggling drugs yeah, and, and doing the thing on the drugs. side. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like he and does then, the whole thing on you know, the side. And then, you know, Caesar, like, talks to him and pushes his eye in and stuff and, like, and tries to, you know, talk down to him still to, like, you know, yeah, like how you're saying, like, yeah, I, all, you can do all this because of me. Right. But you're going to get in trouble because I need you to do these things. Yeah, and if you get in trouble, then I can't have you yeah. do these things anymore, yeah. which is just, you know, very mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, these mobsters are very selfish people, <laughs> not nice guys. Yeah. You know, I watch this movie and I say, eh, prison's not for me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially not uh, some crazy French prison yeah. like that. Uh, you know, because it's just, you know, it's just a bunch of dudes and they're, you know... It's just like jerking off. They're jerking off, and they and they're just like it's just aggro, you know. Yeah. Just like they're just like a, they're just flexing their chest. It's like you just come in with like you literally go to prison, and you just get, all you're holding is like blankets and some shoes, and fools are just like and they're gonna, gonna take f- your stupid shoes. And fools are just like I'm gonna fuck you up, and just like man, I just I'm trying to sleep. Yeah, I'm trying to get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> so prison is uh, I don't know. I mean. If if you didn't if you didn't know before it, it it it's not a good place to be it's not obviously and a, and a prophet it really shows that <laughs> <laughs> I mean any any prison movie does but you know again I think this is more than a prison movie and that's why I think it belongs in the collection because it it really surpasses that in the way that it's like it really is it even it, it reminds you of of of, Dup- of Dupin in that way and that. He didn't even have to be in prison. Like it could, it literally could have just been him. He just like got out of 
uh, detention center and got put in like a project yeah, somewhere. It, well, I was actually, I was. it kind of reminded me of Gamora, you know, how, oh, they're, yeah, in the, how they're living uh-huh. in that project. Yeah, thing. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. pretty much their own self-contained prison there, them living like, you know, mm-hmm. and doing all these wheelings and dealings and having like, you know, stupid no exactly shit. yeah like, yeah it's well a, just it's like exactly Deepon, like that's uh-huh. a prison it just feels yeah. like you're out of it you know but you have to watch every step you take you know like right yeah, yeah. Watch you have back. to follow these like rules yeah. that like that aren't by, really rules They're yeah just by rules these stupid by these, fucking yeah, people these fucking that, idiots like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that just terrorize everyone yeah and so like yeah that that's what like a prophet feels like it's like he didn't need to be in prison he could have been in those projects in france and having to do the same thing yeah it would all, he would have yeah. to done you know do the same shit and it would have been like just as dumb. Deepan did it. Molly had to do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it if I have to do it. <laughs> no, but okay. So I'll say Jaco Sudart. Like, uh, he is. He's got what I. In, and I don't know if anyone has ever said this or this is anywhere, but mm. I made this up. It's he's got the Animal Trilogy. I call it that. Oh yeah, I think he. So that. it's uh uh Dupin. You got the elephant. You've got uh, a prophet with the deer, and then Rust and Bone, which is the movie I was talking about earlier, which the has whale, the right? whale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know if that's like a thing, but they are sort of like I, you know, they are basically about you know human misery. All all these three films, all those you know, and these two films especially, are about like overcoming misery in some like you know. Uh, some kind of like violent way <laughs> yeah ju- yeah just trying to get out of it any way you can yeah literally clawing and, and, uh, cl- clawing your which, way out of the muck which probably is what like wild animals feel like you know because yeah. it's just hunter predator and right you know they they could be you know like any animal could be like you know killed or something and they have their own probably fractions and stuff like right. that you know but i will say like the so like you know like on the most basic level it's just like it's always like survival of the fittest sort of yeah. survival mode, which some animals are probably always in. But also, it's just the human zoo. You know what I mean? Like most of the animals, like I mean, you know, the animals that are displayed and the way that, way that they are is like graceful and like not mm-hmm. not wild and like, yeah. you know what I mean? The way humans are in, in the films are like wild and like barbaric. It's yeah. just like they are the animals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the deer, I mean... You know, like, it shows it, like, the way that it, like, gets hit and flops up and flies around. You know what I mean? It's, like, literally, like, trying to be, like, look, like, it's, like, this, like, uh, you know, I don't know, like, this, this, like, running over innocence, like, running over, like, you know, like, it's just, like, you know, like, because, and then they just go shoot it, shoot more deers in the woods. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, like, all the animals are just displayed as, like, this. They're not wild things. They're like these graceful things that are mm-hmm. just like, you know what I mean? Like around us. Yeah. And we're the fucking like animals, yeah. you know? And so especially in Rust and Bone, I mean, you know, the killer whale, is, it's a killer whale, but it, it's like displayed as like this graceful thing. Mm-hmm. And like all the humans are like these are fucking like, ah, like loud, like, mm-hmm. you know? And so, you know. You yeah, know. George Orwell did it with Animal Farm. We all know. Did he? Yeah. All the, all the, you know, the, all the animals are the human characters. Uh, but did he do it in French? <laughs> I don't think so. George Orwell. Who's that fool? Did he make a film? Huh? I don't read books, buddy. Yeah. I only watch flicks. French flicks. Uh, no, I guess, no, no, I know what you're, I know what you're saying. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but it, but it's just nice to kind of see, 
uh, where the you know the animal isn't the main thing, but it's got a little cameo. Yeah. You know, you got a little elephant cameo, you got a little deer cameo, and you got the whale cameo. And that's a that's a nice little trilogy that um, if anybody if you see anybody post about it, if you see anybody write about that, some some article come up and then it wasn't before what is it two thousand what what are we in? Uh, two twenty two two thousand twenty two. No, they stole it from me. Twenty twenty three. If they had it before twenty twenty two, then you know. Yeah. But know that they stole that idea from me. So, <laughs> Mondo, last thoughts? Should it be in? A prophet. Do you got more to say about Malik and his journey uh, up the ranks of the Corsican army? I'm trying to think of something, but I mean, I, I mean, I think we talked about a lot, a lot of the, you know, what makes this movie kind of like criterion worthy. I guess I don't know, like just uh, just the story in general and the way like it progresses through, like you know, Malik's whole like um, going, kind of going up the ranks of you know being in this prison and like you know making befriending sort of these the gangs in both sides and using that to his advantage and stuff like that and and just his whole story of like you know he's not re- he's not even like a, you know like the person he is he's not like this evil person you know like he kind of just had to do it to survive and yeah yeah it's a, it's, it's circumstance it's then, not like he like and I mean, because he kills, yeah, it's a, yeah, and, but it's also like, you know, even when you see him, like, I guess it's kind of weird when you, when they do that kind of last job and he has to kill people again, Mm -hmm. it's so like, that's kind of surreal because everything slows down and he has that, you know, like the guns are going off in this van, like this SUV. So like his ears are like, he can't hear anything, but he also like you see this like look on his face like he's accepting to die you know and 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 i feel like you know it just like you see like no regret in his face and stuff like that like where like where i don't know where you could have where you could like where a person would like show that kind of like you know is this a life i chose or the life that chose me that's what he was thinking jay-z lyrics (laughs) but you know like he (laughs) can't because they play a song don't they but uh, yeah, and they also play a what is it a Sugar Rose Gobbledygook? Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's right. But you know, like he just has this like surreal, like you know, this serene kind of look on his face where it's just like it's like peaceful, even all this, even in the midst of all this chaos, you know, which is prison, you know. Mm-hmm. And and before when you first see him, he's just like keeping his head down and really like shy and like timid and like you know he doesn't want to talk to anyone. But you know, at this end, he's almost like. You know, like he sees his change, I think, and feels it, and then he's just like, "This, this is fine. That this is the end, almost." Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I, this movie just, I really like this movie a lot. I think, uh, I think that's why I gave Deepan a lower score because oh. I, this one feels more like Jackie's or A's. Uh, you know, like you hear that, Jackie's A's. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, come like, for your just ass. Like, you know, like his great film like i have to see it is it, this is know. considered his like i think he has like one of his first films called a heart skipped a beat or something mm-hmm. like that yeah that's like a lot of people consider that his best but most people consider yeah. this like the one yeah. and i think like it's one of those things where they gave him the palm dior for d-pen because they didn't for this uh, you know what i'm saying yeah and so it's like one of those like, and honestly this film feels more like 
like D-pen feels a little more amateurish than this one. I you see know. what you're saying for you sure. Know, like I feel like this one feels like a like, like a, really a clear solid vision. Sty- yeah, yeah, vision sure. style. Like you know, really getting the shot. Like you know, shots he wants to like you know to tell the story and mm-hmm. show like the audience. And yeah, I just, yeah I liked it a lot. Loved All right, it. wow, hell hell yeah. That's good to hear. I'm glad because I wasn't sure, you know, mm-hmm. I thought maybe you'd get a little scared, you know, because again, it's, you know, I, I, you know, okay. I brought it for all the reasons we talked about, but one of the reasons I did bring it is because if I had to make a top five, uh, sexiest pris- prisoner, uh, prison movie, <laughs> you know, Malik's up there. He's a good looking fella. You know what I mean? You got like, you, you know, you got the young Sean Penn and bad boys. <laughs> you got, uh, well, the the one dude uh, from that this movie start up the what's his name I can't remember but there's like a you know what I'm saying and it's mm-hmm. just, you know I can't imagine there's like good looking guys like uh like uh like him in prison it's just a bunch of goons you know like the Corsicans <laughs> but anyway um that's just uh one of the very one of the many reasons why Criterion should put it on the channel like uh, not on the channel in the collection on the channel well it's on the channel now so watch it on the channel. But in the collection is where I want it. In the collection, where is it, where where it's where it belongs. So and you're it's saying it's been voted into our Criterion collection that we are curating. And again, I, I'm telling you, I and I we're not a like, base. I, I feel like um, I feel like we might see it. We might see it come up because uh, Jacques Udard, like Jacques Udard, is uh, Jacques A's. <laughs> he's a. Uh, uh, you know his stuff is going to be on here. I think he's going to be one of those directors that they just get like all his stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they just kind of collect it because he's got a few. He's got a few things on here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I th- I think I'm right about this. I think we're both right about this. So, uh, everybody, if you you know stream a profit, get on it. Get on a profit. Get on Deepin. I would recommend a profit to um, I guess everybody too because it is kind of like. To me, it kind of reminds me of like a, like a lot of people want to see this, but like as a TV show, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely. you know what I'm saying. But if you give it to them like this, and like, hey, they they made movies like this, you know what I'm saying? They made movies like TV shows, guys. Before TV shows became what the only thing you could watch. Yeah, if this movies was, like if it. this was more popular, it would have been turned into an American TV show. Right? It's it's. I think it's gonna. I think there's an American remake coming out with Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, so Sam Raimi wanted to do it, but yeah, it took too long. Oh, really? It was yeah. Sam Raimi. Yeah, it oh, said God. I saw that on Wikipedia. I mean, not that that not that Sam Raimi's bad, but I just can't see an adaptation from Sam Raimi. Yeah. I, nobody should ad- adapt this. There's no reason for it. Leave it to the French, or yeah, leave it to the French and the Corsicans to just just get get crazy. <laughs> Look at them; yeah. they're wild. Thank you guys so much for listening. It's in. Uh, you're out uh, because you didn't know that we brought D-Pen before. Everyone listening here didn't realize that we had the first episode, so you never listened to it. So we need those views. We for need some those reason, listens. you can't find it. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway, try to find it. Go back. Go listen to the it's old stuff. It's on YouTube, stuff. probably. It probably is on YouTube. It's probably on Apple Podcasts, just not, not on Spotify. I oh, well. I don't know. I'll see when I post another episode if five is gone. Well, it's a good thing. It's yeah. a good thing we're bringing it back. Yeah. So uh, make sure you listen to all the episodes wherever you can. Um, follow us at Criterion Cult uh, Pod on Twitter, on Instagram. Just look up Criterion Cult. We're we're big now. We're big everywhere. So you just we're type that over. in. You just type that in. It's going to come up. You can follow me at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram if you'd like. I'm on Letterbox at Jordan Garcia. Um, 
you know, make sure you just just hit us up. Let us know. Do you like these picks? Do you not like these picks? Someone talk to us. We're 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 literally trapped in this room, and we've got we no one's no one's hit us up. I need someone to talk to me, Mondo. Where can I add Jordan, you? Jordan, you need to stop talking <laughs> so we can end this damn episode. Uh, yeah, you can find me on all those things at <laughs> save underscore Mondo and uh, yeah.